fight and we don't have to kill everybody in the whole wide world really just needs to chill no we don't Okay, so we are so, going. Um, welcome to Just Chill. I am Oliver George, and unlike last time, we've actually remembered to turn on the on the air. On the air. If you're watching this on the video version of this podcast, if it's uh, there. if you're and, watching or listening rather only, then you won't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, and listeners, uh, there's a lot of very cool, uh, nerdy, and eclectic stuff around the walls here. Uh, it speaks to every part of my nerd. Uh, I've honestly tried to put. There's a few things that aren't even like you. You probably wouldn't appeal to you, like little things for just for my life. I, I felt like some sort of feng shui. If I surrounded myself with little pieces of my life, that it would just be a really natural environment for me. If that makes any sense. No, no, no. It's totally, totally sense. You uh, create your what you what hits. Oh man, it's one of Yo, that's the second Chili Pepper album I've like ever bought. First was Blood Sugar Sex Magic because that I was like twelve. What hits is like a compilation though. Yeah, I know. Like, but, yeah, yeah. Like, the next album I bought after What Hits, I bought Mother's, Mother's Milk. Milk. Yeah, yeah. Eighty. Nine, right? 89, yeah. yeah. And then I bought uh, uh, their self-titled. So I had like... self. When did they have a self-titled? It's, it's, uh, or it's Uplip Mofo. Oh, no, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, old, old. Self-titled Mofo, Mother's Milk. Okay, you're talking about the first album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their some of their album. old shit, I'm kind of meh. This, this is kind of where I thought they started getting really good was what hits. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff is on Mother's Milk and Uplift Mofo. True. Right? So oh, yeah, that's true. two albums are like, yeah. are pretty awesome. And then... Uh, I still like the Chili Peppers. Oh, I think sure. they're a lot more like they have a formula now. They follow they a lot more, yeah. and I think Kedis's inane lyrics bother me a little more now because I'm yeah. just like, you just rhyme shit that makes no sense. Like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're still incredible to watch on stage. Oh yeah, and, I've seen them twice. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, seen them three times now, and the first time was in uh, more of a fan. Yeah, well, no, that's just, <laughs> just how it happened. But uh, the first time I ever saw them was in uh, 2003 in Edmonton, and okay. they hadn't been there in over. 15 years so people were going nuts and yeah and they had it on a sunday they uh and they also shut the bars down at a certain time and then they were playing they were uh being very conscious of how they were controlling the audience with songs okay. they would start playing licks from like certain covers and then see how people would respond to it and that's how they would play their next little set yeah because some crowds are kind of like they want just the big hits and then yeah, other ones I, want you to dig deep and play like i weird. remember hearing about them talking uh how bad they felt about uh what happened at woodstock 99 and how they were respond they felt they even though they're not Limp responsible biscuit and corn and whoever the <sighs> harder bands saturday were right they closed it on the sunday yeah. with fire right yeah. an ode to hendrix but those and then fires they started fires there are people like they felt oh, like as true. much yeah, as yeah. much as they weren't responsible for other people's actions they were responsible as controlling people's emotion and tone so from then and mentioning the word fire and, well, not, yeah, hendrix is fire it's yeah it's, it's true fuck. like don't light shit on fire don't light shit on fire we're not gonna yeah. light shit on fire and it was just the temple of the crowd right i mean I'd but wait, that was off. Sunday night that they closed it out? Yeah. I thought the fires had been started the night before with the Limp for sure. shit. And girls were getting raped yeah, and all this horrible shit. Yeah, there was a, lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of acts of violence on the Saturday. And for but... that to be, like, commemorating what was <laughs> once, like, this peaceful congregation yeah. of, like... We were just talking about... Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, new doc, the yeah. The new doc. Go check that one out on... on uh, I only watched, like, uh, 45 minutes because it was, like, 3 in the morning. I had to call it quits. Yeah, no, fair it enough. It was uh, fucking uh, amazing. Finish it out and props to that documentary. Check it out. Have you seen the old, like, Woodstock? There was one that won an Oscar and shit back in the day, right? It was, like... a. Sort of a documentary. This one is more docu, like the new one, yeah. is more like really digging deep into behind the scenes. That one was more just, hey, here's what we filmed yeah. of Woodstock. That'd be you know? cool. No, I haven't checked that out. That's for sure. You've I, seen that, eh? Yeah, yeah, my dad's seen that. I knew it. That's good. Um, 
Cool. Okay, so one thing um, I was going to say, we were talking about this. You do have a podcast as well with yes, uh, another comedian locally, and Matthew Champ is his name, and he's a great guy. Yeah, and it's called Daddy Issues with Champ in Kingsbury. And it's, but uh, you've had some technical issues. <laughs> oh, boy, have we. <laughs> <laughs> we were just about to drop episode three, and we were recording episode four that day with uh, local comedian Josh Williams. And great guy. Great he guy. came up on the last podcast, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Josh is a great guy, and... We had a table double stacked and we had beers on top and our MacBook decided to drink a beer. And oh, then it was shit. like redlined and Mac was like, it's fucked. And then we got it back from them and we're trying to do a data recovery. So at least we can have the episode with Rodney Ramsey oh, shit. Uh, that was ready to drop on that Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and you must feel bad to that guy. Too. Oh, You're like, totally. Fuck, we're man. just like, oh, do I, why has it got to happen to the brother? That's not crazy. Yeah, That's not cool. He came out for like yeah, a, an it, afternoon it, or something. Totally an afternoon. Yeah. And it was a great conversation about swearing. And the whole podcast premise is that uh, we're, we're both dads. Uh, and we're just figuring things out and we're talking about issues that fathers come up with together. When you were telling me that uh, something I didn't know. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, shout out to Chris, who's here for doing the baseboards. <laughs> yeah. You contributed yeah. to this uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, it was too. a little bit of a, I don't want to say the finishing touches, but that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Oh, no, we needed it. And you came in a pinch. So it was really good, man. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is when we were chatting that day, you told me about how Champ is like a psychologist or something yeah he's or? a registered psychotherapist oh cool uh, so and then i'm just like a dad of two and a tradesman so uh you know do you find him psychoanalyzing you like often no no, no he's not like that not at don't all. take your work no, home i guess no yeah. uh <laughs> no definitely not it's uh he, he's uh brought the show to a very self-help area right as opposed to just uh having uh, us talk about our issues he's brought up these things and these questions that he had as as becoming a new father and as well that need to be addressed in the psychotherapy world okay right so uh that's it's one part uh self-help and then it's another part fun and it's all beer and healing really nice yeah so and, and just things that come up naturally with kids and you just met him on the scene i'm guessing or yeah i've been friends with champ uh good five years now I remember, this is weird, actually. I remember seeing him years ago when yep. I was just debating, like, oh, can I do this? Like, I was going to a lot of amateur nights and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure he was just starting out. It's been like five years ago, six years ago or something. And um, he told a joke. This is why I say it's weird, because there is the beast on the table here for the camera. Nice. Uh, Hank McCoy over here. And um, he told a joke about beast. And that was, like, actually something that really stuck with me because I'm a big geek. And I was like, oh, you can make jokes about, like, comic books and shit and like i know that seems like a very obvious yeah, thing but, but like that dawning moment was kind of cool for me where i was like just talk about your shit you know yeah, yeah. well that's it comedy is just talking about where you come from and but a lot of people don't do that a lot of people no. think comedy is like do what that other guy did you or, know yeah or put your own twist on this formula or mm -hmm. whatnot but um yeah like no. it's kind of weird when i'm not saying it has no value but when people start to break down comedy like it's a science and, and that's kind of true but some of it is just random variables and crazy characters you know and like it can't be replicated no that's true some people there's, just have there's raw talent from some people who are just like some got it and some don't and then others can can uh, learn a cadence and learn to write you know what i mean oh, i've so, heard a lot of comics say that they don't listen to other people's shit too much because they'll start like mimicking yeah, I, i'm i'm in that same boat too like uh, i'll watch the big acts that come out like i just watched Chappelle's recent uh, thing that just came out on monday but that's the big acts because they're the pinnacle of what's going on and you want to keep abreast of like yeah you wanna, yeah, yeah. You, like you don't want to start on a, on a joke that 
like somebody it's like premise stepping mm-hmm. you know because that's fucking hard to avoid i've yeah, noticed no, it too totally, like it is hard to avoid and not even in a huge way i've never had something where i wrote like and then i saw somebody else do something really close but i'm just so paranoid about it that i'll google everything when i have like a premise and oftentimes there's enough along the same lines that it can discourage me sometimes from really yeah. no, trying to make it my own one. or whatever yeah. but there's also like a validity to just like certain topics are big enough that it's like everyone kind of has a right to fuck with it, you know? Yeah, no, that's for sure. There's public domain, but it's, I think how you make, how you get there and how you make it funny that that's the big no, no to. Well, and a lot of people that I I don't know if we, we might've mentioned this last time too, but a lot of people that um, get caught copying have said it's like uh, crypto. What's it? Cryptonesia. They call it where you like, you steal something subconsciously because I had that happen actually just the other week. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem that, unbelievable until you start getting really specific with a bit where you're like okay but you you took this turn and this turn like there's no fucking way you just subconsciously threw that out there you know like what's his name mencia was doing a bunch of that right back in the day yeah i don't think that was actually more blatantly uh just taking just shit. ripping people yeah, just straight ripping yeah rogan called him not, out or something yeah not even uh not even like bringing it to a different way it was like verbatim you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not coming up naturally how, how in a conversation. Do you think you're going to get away with that. That's my fucking question. Yeah, that's, like, that's it's like the kid who plagiarizes like Shakespeare at school or something, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I wrote this. You yeah. know, to be or not to be, it's pretty yeah. good, right? Right. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I am going to light this joint, which is kind of cool because uh, I vaped last time, but we did not smoke. So this is the christening of the. I mean, I've I've smoked down here before, but <laughs> <laughs> this never, is the first time on air. <laughs> never while interviewing for our American viewers. I guess it's not super huge for you because you see Joe Rogan do it all the time. Uh, Actually, this is kind of a nice segue, though, since I am lighting drugs, if you want to call them that. But um, Oh, they're drugs. You Okay, okay but this drugs. is interesting because one of my questions for you was, um, people obviously may not know this, but Chris had a hard drug problem in the past. But you surprisingly still do smoke weed and clearly drink beer. And so yeah. that, to me, is very impressive that not a lot of people can fuck with anything after they go straight and, and you know, clean up their shit. A lot yeah, of people, definitely. Um I think it's just I spent long enough reprogramming my computer, which is like your head, your brain, right? And mind over matter. You don't mind. It really doesn't matter. well, to me, again, if someone it, if someone take it. can do what you did, I actually have almost more respect for that because you're not just completely resigning to your demons and being like, oh, they beat me. They're insurmountable. Yeah, no, exactly. No, they're not. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. I've been recovered from methamphetamine now i'd say full recovery which i consider recovery um if i've been not doing those drugs longer than i was on those drugs oh yeah that's that's your not not doing them at all for any extended period of time that's you know enough to i don't know no no no. there's a period of time there's a because people are like i'm a recovering alcoholic or i'm a recovering this and i'm like well when do you become recovered that was a very mm. big thing for me to be like, I don't want to consider myself fighting this battle all the time. Yeah. And then I looked into it, and Champ actually helped me look into it. He's like, well, I guess you can consider recovery um, if you've been straight and not doing those drugs longer than you were doing those drugs in the past. So I was a functional addict for like seven years. That sort of just sounds like someone's theory, though. Like, uh, no, no, but I mean, I got it. No... it took to made made sense. Yeah, I've yeah, covered something. Yeah. I've done something what longer hear, than what of. I've. Yeah, for sure. I'm not if it's sure if it's a textbook definition. It seems but pretty, you know. It makes point, sense to point. be like I'm a recovered methamphetamine addict because I haven't had it in my life for ten years, mm-hmm. and I've surpassed my using time by three years prior to. So that. you did it for seven years. Okay, yeah. so what age would you start of like twenty two? And were you like uh, was. Was weed, I don't want to say this, but was weed like a gateway drug for you? Yeah, I was bored with weed. 
Okay, fair I enough. I was drunk as fuck, and uh, one of my uh, like restaurant buddies I was working with, he's like, come on, we're going back to my place, my video games. I'm like, cool, how are we going to stay up? And he's like, no problem, and we did it there. And it was like, it wasn't the first. I wasn't hooked off the first. It was probably like the second time where I was like, yeah, I think I could do this more often because legitimately I went from passing out drunk to like fun euphoric video games for the next eight hours. Oh, the sun's up. Holy crap. Oh, shit. Better go home. Because it's like <coughs> speed, basically, right? It just gives no, you... That's speed. It's it is a, speed. It's, yeah. It's speed. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, shit, man. So, okay. So how do you then, once you've sort of like conquered all that shit, how do you... Did you just never stop? drinking and smoking weed or is it something you came back to after you had kind of like clear it's, it's something i came back to i uh you had to go like full yeah, sober for I, a while when i went full sober I, I went for at least about a month and a half to like two months of just like yeah i don't need any booze nah i don't need any weed i just need to just kind of reset the body and i did that for about two two months the first two months i was here and then i was ready to like introduce it slowly back into my life i would have like a drink after I came home from work mm-hmm. or I would have a smoke with the, the girl I was dating, but not you know, go too but overboard. not go too yeah. overboard and just kind of, well, and for weed, life. especially it's a great time to be kind of getting back into it because now you can go to an actual <laughs> store and get a much lower THC percentage or just CBD. Like most of this, yeah, no, is... a lot of the stuff that, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm glad that the government finally came around and said, Hey, this isn't just, you know, Oh, it's all wrong and horrible. Like for somebody Dude. making a fucking choice. And honestly, neither is the hard stuff. If you could take it out of the fucking illegal hands and put it into some place that could be monitored and watched, you know what I mean? But they have to cut their teeth on what they're doing with weed first for even them to try to do something like that yeah. with, with harder stuff because they've fucked up. Oh, they're already doing it with shrooms in like Colorado and yeah, uh, no, California exactly. and stuff. And then, yeah. The money is there to be made, and there's th- a- it's weird though because they re-legalize shrooms in like Amsterdam, where they used to be legal, and you could buy them in like vending machines and shit. That's what I'd heard recently. Yeah, no, let's watch and see what they're all about. Who knows? Yeah. Like, it's uh, I mean, strokes for different folks, right? It blows my mind that I can sit here right now and yeah. smoke a joint, do this podcast, and not have fear when putting it online because only whatever years, five years ago or whatever it was, when I first started trying stand up, I filmed a couple of my sets, I put them on YouTube, and I remember being super fucking paranoid, <laughs> even about like. Just anyone in my life that might judge me or like, you know. Oh, man. I mean, I'm pretty hardcore about my weed. I don't really care what people think, but. I feel almost bad that I haven't released a video on YouTube since like 2008 in my first year of comedy. Same here, basically. I I did that at first to be like, look, I've been doing it. And then I was all like, yeah, but if if I really want to enjoy the art and if I want people to enjoy the art, half of it's like come out to a fucking show yeah right there's that balance not only that but like i get paranoid like what if you have a great joke to put online someone jacks it because they know you're a nobody and they're probably not gonna like you're not gonna find out that they stole your shit because they live in seattle and maybe they take your joke and run with it you know yeah see i wonder about like some of the the comics that travel through here like you know how they say there's uh in travel they don't want you to bring back fruits and vegetables and things like that well fucking what about the stuff that you're you know what you hear in the club intellectual property intellectual yeah yeah property, you know like yeah. and then just tweak it slightly and then all of a sudden you're like that's uh, kind of what i'm talking about yeah. yeah like and it's even more accessible if it's online and anyone in the fucking world can you well know. yeah but at the same time you see other people that rocking fits. social media and it clearly working so you, you're like okay i guess this is what i'm supposed to do i don't know uh, i 
I think it'd be better to brand yourself as a young enough of a comic. And I'm still trying to do that in a better means myself. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it quite a while. And by branding, I mean like having your own website with your own links to your own like SoundCloud to just be able easy to, to like, find, easy, easy to, to find, access your material. Like, Here yeah. it is. And you post a link and you're posting actually like to chriskingsbury.com. And then through that is, is your player. You could do that with like Wix and shit pretty yeah, easy these pretty, days, right? Pretty yeah. I'm not sure. Um, you know, if I had the time being a dad and all and, uh, Providing oh, yeah. a for a family of five. It's a it's an interesting. No, I, I hear that. Crap. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But brand yourself better. Don't just put it on YouTube for the clicks and the hopes, and just like, yeah. have your own website. Uh, if you want to like bring it to like a donations page, don't ask for the money. Just be like, whatever donations, and you can watch the video. You yeah. know what I mean? And and yeah, I had a GoFundMe once for uh, um, I made a song and people dug it enough. And then uh, I kind of wanted to do more, but it was pretty expensive for the studio time. So I, I, and I got like 40 bucks and it made me go like, oh, everyone hates me. Cool. You know, but (laughs) it's not like everyone's so fucking. It's it's on a scale. People would much rather spend money on huge things than support local artists. And that's why. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't mad offended. And it's more just, everyone's got their own shit going on. I think it's just the thing about life now is everyone is so not self-absorbed, but kind of in a way. Yeah. Not in the in the old way you would have said that, but now just like it's like forced almost because we all live in our fucking phones and I don't know, man. Social media and all that that machine is just kind of weirding me out every year a little bit more. You think? <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's weird because it kind of gets in you like a virus or what something. What's that meme that's out there? It's like uh, uh, Orwell didn't realize that we'd have Big Brother right in our hands. Oh, interesting. And want it in Big Brother right in our hands. Right, we always thought it'd be a far away, and it's trying to get to us. Exactly. We're like, no, we're popular. It's it, it's right here. It needs to be right here. We're just giving it up. Man, it's weird. Yeah, that is weird because that's true. The fear was always like we were being persecuted and, and watched, and, and, like, and that rah, could rah, also be true. It. That could also still with drones and shit. That could be a reality as well. But Not, I yeah. see what you're saying. Most people are now like, oh, here's me. Here's all my information. Here's pictures of my kids. Here's, and now you know what's freaking me out. And I know you're freaked out about this, but um. That face shit they're doing, where they can make you look oh, the like algorithm. They'll Not make you look like Bill shifting. Clinton. Yeah, make you face shift. But like, I the games that pop up out in social media that are like, hey, let's do the aging app. I'm like, you just gave an app from something. You give the, the Russians world. your you just fucking gave the Russians yeah. privacy to your data. Okay, you just gave another company there for sure. I'm just like, also that don't kid yourself. All those facial recognition softwares are, are compiling to somewhere in Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. yeah. Mass but people cloud. go, oh, well, Google, but that's American, so we're cool. No, no. We're, we're safe. It's global. you got to think, oh, it's just in America. Yeah, no, that's where the server is, hon. But well, the internet is just so connected. Like, if you know what you're doing, I'm sure you can get on anyone's fucking computer. Like, if you're, like, a, a hacker or some shit. Yeah, or, okay, maybe not anyone's, sure. but, like, no, but... you know, the, the average person who doesn't have crazy firewalls and isn't, like, mad protected, if for some reason wanted to, some hacker wanted to fuck with you, they probably could. Oh, 100%. 100%. I don't know how you piss off a hacker, but. <laughs> um, okay, so the uh, yeah the meth addiction was definitely part of what I want to talk to you about because it's just you yeah. Know. So I'm coming up on uh, I'm coming up on ten years in uh, September 26 in 2009 is when I landed here, and I officially call that my clean date because I'm not I don't think I was using the morning of, but I know I didn't use from that point on. Mm. So it might have been a week earlier, but it might have been maybe a couple days earlier, but I call the 26th of September when I landed. It's your here. anniversary, kind of. Yeah. anniversary of landing here. That's important, though. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure, right? You got to It's monumental. Set a goal line, yeah. right? Success is measured by that how kind of... you bounce after falling flat on your face. Patton. That was one of my favorite quotes, just even before the amphetamines, right? Because to finally put the, like, 
foot down, so to speak, and be like, there's my line in the sand. I had about three cycles of like, I'm quitting, I stayed quit, and then I bounced back into it, where I would be like sober for maybe a couple of months and then just just kept going. So yeah, and, then, well, I mean, and then the jumps got bigger, right? So the first jump was like, okay, I had this big freak out with it. There's like a six month thing that I stopped and I was good for like three and a half months. And then I jumped onto it again and there was like a, a, a longer period of time on the drug. Oh, shit. And then it was like a drop again for a little bit of time. Kind of get your shit together. Yeah, right get your shit together. And then popped again. Fuck. And then dropped again. And then popped for a real long time. And then once that was done, I was just like, it's never going to have that kind of duration. I'm never going to have that same feeling. I'm never going to have that apex again. Yeah. And if I continue to stay in Edmonton, I'm never going to give myself the chance I need. You need a clean slate and like a fresh slate, start. Yeah. Right? Well, because if you have people who are going to try to hook you up and shit, for Not sure. Not even necessarily that. It's like, Well, you have an access route, though. I think that is definitely a part of it. For sure. Okay, yeah. You're if you're like, oh, I could call Jimmy or whoever, you know, you don't yeah, have yeah, that if no, you're no. fucking hours away and you'd have to take a plane to see Jimmy. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. It's smart. It's but fucking... had I really wanted to find it here in Ottawa, I'd probably, sure, I probably sure could have. But that's I, true. I didn't yeah, want that's, to find that's... it. I knew... At this point, I'm like, there's the shoot. So you're it, trying to make done. it harder for yourself. Yeah, 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 exactly. Make it. And I, the first year to two years was like a bus would drive by and I would smell the exhaust and would put my fucking teeth on edge because that exhaust like smell, that? the exhaust smell is like somebody cleaning out their crystal meth pipe with a torch. And oh, then that, that, that smell is like, what the f? And it would make my hairs on my body stand up and my eyes huge and then like jesus man yeah it was just weird and that that was still that's a prevalent. weird trigger you probably weren't expecting no, either not right? at all. Like, like, fuck? fuck you oc transpo not just for <laughs> your fucking other shit but for fucking give me trigger warnings right holy that's shit that's amazing right oh so like uh it was weird like that and then there would be other times where you just i'd just be sitting and then all of a sudden it would just i could taste it i could taste it in my mouth and i'm just like whoa that's weird but let's go brush my teeth and like Get rid of that instantly. And that was in the first two years, right? And then right around that time, I tried uh, someone. I was I went back to cigarettes because I wasn't smoking when I was on amphetamines. Okay. Like at all. I just, I wanted to pick the poison into my body and I thought cigarettes were fucking disgusting. Well, it gives you more money for that shit too. If you're, yeah, that's true. Right? It was like a, a side note. I wasn't worried about money because of the lifestyle I was living, but like it was okay. Well, right? it, okay. Is that shit expensive meth? That's the one thing I don't know. When I first started doing it. Because Coke it, is expensive. Coke, was, yeah. When I first started doing it. Not that you, I'm you, like a <laughs> frequent Coke user, but yeah, no, I know that from when I was one. like 18 <laughs> and I hung out with a couple of people, who, you know. Uh, when I first started doing it, you could buy an eight ball for $150 around eight balls an eighth of an ounce guys an yeah. eighth. there's a half quarter out here in fucking Ontario <laughs> fucking half quarter I'm sorry you're uh, like local drug slang like, pisses no, me man, off I, I can't really half a quarter is an eighth fucking I'm sorry just half a quarter is an eighth guys half a quarter is an eighth yeah anyway eight so ball just that's too much bucks. I never would have bought yeah, that yeah and uh, an eight ball would last you like a I get like a marble <laughs> yeah. it would last you like a whole week right because there's points inside of a gram, like so that'd be yeah, like yeah. 350 points and about 10 bucks a head. And then towards the end, what I was buying, it was pretty much like 10 bucks a point. Shit. Yeah, towards okay. the end of it, because people were using it, people enjoyed it that. So much. that sounds pretty expensive then. Yeah, at certain points when there was like a high tide, like in the summer when there wasn't being much produced, it yeah. was like 350. It was it was a commodity. So how were you um, putting that into your budget? I only asked because. 
clearly some people put all their money into that and that's why they're gross and they don't have shampoo and they have scabs all over their body and like you know what i mean like were you sound like you kind of were managing it you were like a functional meth addict to a degree i, I was definitely a functional uh, uh functional junkie for a long period of time and people weren't on to you or what probably but i had <laughs> a like, lot of you were on meth. I, was out, I was on meth i was showing up i was paying my bills yeah i was fucking so that's holding it together, Dude, yeah, school, kind of. I was, you Weird. know, like getting a car. Did you have like, like the fucked up skin though? That seems to happen. No, a lot. I, I tanned. Oh. I went and tanned. But you didn't pick. Like I thought that's nope, what they do. No, I never get, picked. You just made sure you were high, so you didn't get like a, you know. No, I just was self care enough. Jesus, okay, does that make sense? Like, I knew that like I couldn't do any meth from a certain period on, and not necessarily be functional for the next day. I would have to like sleep in quotation marks mm, it's like a hangover kind of or something no 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 it's literally like forced meditation you just close your eyes and oh. think of things that you're going to do for the next day and like program your computer because you're not really shutting down your subconscious or your conscious mind mm -hmm. you're just closing your visual cortex so it doesn't fry out and you start seeing shadow people oh shit Right, you get a lot of hallucinations from that stuff, if, or no? Oh, yeah, that's the sleep deprivation. Oh, okay, You're up okay. past twenty-four hours. Your computer hasn't shut down your visual cortex long enough, so you're starting to like see stuff Weird. out of the corners of your eyes. Plus, you have. I've had that on like shrooms and shit. Yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, younger. for sure. But uh, that's more of the hallucinogen coming through, right? Yeah, Not yeah. Your actual. That's brain, true. Like, yeah. Huh, huh. If you stay up for a long enough period of time, you'll start to hallucinate. I have had like, especially audio hallucinations when I'm overtired because I've yeah, worked a lot of too because your ears haven't shut down and that would happen as well i've sure. done a lot of overnight so i definitely know the sleep deprivation there was a point where i was like working overnight and then i would take care of my kids during the day so i would literally only sleep during their nap like two three hours a day and i did that for like i don't know six months or a year and then i started going losing my hair and shit it was pretty fucked up sometimes <laughs> i would feel like i was holding a tool in my hand from that day oh weird but i wasn't it's kind of like when you go on a roller coaster and then you still feel you like still you're on the feel roller like coaster. On a roller yeah. Coaster. Like the same ways now, like I still have like shadow pains of old teeth that aren't there anymore. Oh, shit. So, okay, what's with the teeth and the meth? Do they just fall out? Well, or you don't take care of your teeth because no, you're so because, fucking high? Well, first of all, I liked sugar and candy before that. And these hard drugs don't necessarily change you unless you let them. They simply make you more of what you already are. Okay. And. I didn't take a lot of great care of my teeth. I also had a dealt a shitty genetic hand. Mm. My grandfather, full dentures at 18. My dad, full dentures at 21. I have a partial plates now. Thank God for my mom because that keeps me with the 15 teeth left in my head, right? Yeah. So what being awake that long does, not only does it shut and fuck with your brain and your visual and your hearing and your feel, but it also screws with your body's ability to metabolize uh, vitamin D oh, from shit. riboflavin. So that's why you'll get osteoporosis. self-regulate. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. You're, not re you're not repairing your body, right? So the Fuck. first thing to get attacked is your enamel in your teeth. Because usually that's the first thing that's regenerated is all your... Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. In your mouth and, and your brain gets reset. It's all going off at once when you sleep, right? Yeah. But the first thing to hit is your teeth. Crazy. When your enamel's gone, because if it sits on your teeth long enough, the meth smoke is very corrosive towards enamel. Oh, well, yeah. And it smells like bus grinding, fumes or whatever. Grinding, grinding your teeth. Like, even when you're sleeping, because you're getting the rest of the speed out. I've, I've heard that with, like, ecstasy and a bunch of yeah, shit, too. Like, you just, you're kind of like, Ugh. Yeah, you're grinding your jaw. The more yeah. you're grinding your jaw and you're sweating, the more speed you got going in that drug you're taking, kitties. Yeah. That's Uncle Chris's tip of the week. <laughs> Sure, we'll have a few more. Of those I had that come, once. There, I, like I did, uh, I did coke a couple times when I was like eighteen. Yeah. For like maybe two months with a couple of specific friends, and 
I hit one one night crazy adventure where I ended up with that, where I was like up all night, went to the river with a friend's brother, and um, and he had all sorts of physical energy. Well, we were like walking around in the river with no shoes on and like trying to connect with the earth. But then later in the day, it was fucking brutal because I couldn't sleep. And I think I had to meet my then girlfriend who was like a year younger than me. She was like senior year in high school. Yeah. So I was like going to meet her and I like collapsed on someone's lawn or something. Hot. Yeah, I know. Cool. Hot mess. Literally. Hey, man, other people have worse stories, but... I, yeah, that, I don't know why yeah, I went I that deep. I probably have but... three words for that minimum. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? No, no, no. Oh, and I was like 18 learns... or 17 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, everybody learns their limits and plays within it, right? Like No, that to me that. was uh, literally, I think I started dating a girl right after that, and I had I was coming out of that shit, and she was like, yo, like, we're going to date. Like, I that yeah, scares I, me or whatever, and yeah, I was so ready right. to just resign hard drugs in general. I, I still fucked with shrooms after that because that was, like, from the earth, and I never had really... Super bad experience. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with shrooms when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. Generally, it was all positive for me, too. Yeah. I got hurt once. That's why I looked at my dad. There was one time when I was like 15, 16, and I got injured on shrooms because my over-enthusiastic physical buddy started throwing rocks when we were all chilling again at the river. And uh, What did he have against water? What did water? He was throwing these rocks straight up, and they just progressively got bigger. And then I don't really remember. The time's all jumbled in my head, but like I just remember him looking at me, sitting across from me, and being like, oh, my God, look out. And this like big fucking rock that he had thrown pretty high up landed and like hit me in the collarbone shoulder area rather. And um, everyone kind of just heard this like rock hitting bone noise. And they're all like waiting for me to react. And I was really high. So I was like, am I processing the pain right? But I think I, I kind of went in shock. I got like really sweaty and I started taking off my clothes because I was like, guys, I'm really hot. Like I was, yeah, it was just anxiety. I don't know. To your shoulder because you've had your trauma on your Yeah. <laughs> but I never went to the hospital that night. I ended up weirdly enough going... I called my mom to pick me up because I've always been, I'm enough of a mama's boy that if I'm getting fucking injured on shrooms, I'm like, my mom will help me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Sorry, I probably sure. yelled, but. Um, That's all right. Um, well, so, I'm just worried about the levels because we're still new at this audio shit. But um, yeah, so my mom picked me up and it was like I was a kid again because she took care of me. It was, and we had these fucking deep conversations and I told her, I was like, mom, I'm on shrooms. <laughs> we kind of, you need to know that going in. Yeah. <laughs> and she, my mom's a really understanding person who. Loves me more than she would have been mad at me for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she just cared about, like, taking care of me at that point. But it was uh, interesting. interesting. Anyways, things, back yeah. to the myth. No, um, yeah, back to the myth from Shrooms. <laughs> There's a good segue there somewhere. I would, well, only because so. I had a couple questions when we were on yeah, the meth. Yeah, go um, ahead, man. When you went back far enough, you said uh, you got clean in 2009? Yes? Yeah. Okay, so, but it sounded like you started comedy in 2008. So I was wondering, did you ever perform... Yeah. On meth. Oh, absolutely. Like yes. many times? Many a times. Oh, shit. It was, and, it was and? like hand in hand. Like some of my, you could tell it's, there's no cadence. There's no slowdown. There's no hot. Like I'm getting a bit of a laugh and the high off of the amphetamines and the laugh are there. Oh, some so of you my can't pr- distinguish. No, no, I could. Well, I, after, with distance. But yeah. then, yeah, you couldn't really. I did, you know. Well, I would think you could be like in the moment like, oh, I'm killing. And everyone's like. Maybe not into it because you're just high or whatever, and maybe you just feel like it's going now, better I think than a lot it is. of the old videos on there. I think I'm high in every one of them. Shit, man. Yeah. So, you hardcore Chris Kingsbury <laughs> fans, you just go ahead and uh, you can YouTube that shit. It's there. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's uh, interesting. And some of the premises that were like I was all over the place and and being shock edgy, and it wasn't just it just wasn't good writing. I and was, people probably it, just thought you were drunk or something if you ever like fucked up, right? I don't even know. I don't even know about that, but because uh, comedy and drinking go hand in hand, I think we all know. I probably should have had that drink on stage because uh, drinking and amphetamines—they're like good friends because they can take the sketchiness away. <laughs> alcohol, okay. a little Balance bit of alcohol takes yeah. the edge off. Interesting. If that makes any sense. 
Alcohol yeah. takes the edge off, damn it. I'm a pilot. No, I it does, to... though. Like, if yeah. you're on some crazy upper to have a bit of a downer, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I used to be able to drink like a fish on it. In the service industry, when you have, like, you know, booze at cost, uh, being high on amphetamines for a couple of days, and then being able to drink a whole, like, two sticks of gin in an hour and two hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just bam, bam, bam. <laughs> that would annihilate would, me, man. We would pick up the two flats uh, of beer, so, like, 48 beer. And walk it the uh, four blocks, and that was like day and a half drinking. Wow! Just done. Yeah. Just you? No, like oh. me and another buddy. So okay. Two, two people though. Yeah, Holy two people. fuck! That's still impressive. Yeah, twenty-four beer and less than like less than. Yeah, how's your liver, bud? <laughs> well, that's the question, right? It's, uh, yeah, I wonder. Like, good, actually. Do, you, do you ever freak out that like you did like crazy irreparable damage when you were fucking with the hard stuff? No. It, it doesn't work that way. I don't know. I'm not like. Maybe it does, but I don't. There's no point in dwelling on it. I guess. No, yeah. you can't. That's undo. not a. That's not your nature. If it happens, it happens. But like, I just. I think the body has its ability, to, to make itself new again, right? The to, skin cells, hair scales, and everything. Yeah, it's to like a degree, seven for sure. Replacement, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's some damage there, but I just don't. Well, and the important thing to focus on is obviously where you are now. Too. Yeah, like, not like oh, what happened because of. I'm like, it's kind of similar to if you like quit smoking cigarettes, right? Like you're not just going to be like, yeah, but what about all the tar? It's like, what are you going to scrape it out? Like you know, yeah, you just kind of legitimately your body renews itself every like seven years. I've heard that with smokers like that. at least. Yeah, yeah. like I've been smoke free now for yeah, I guess it'll be uh, seven years in December. Other than weed, yeah, other than weed, yeah. But I usually like to vape it, and actually, honestly, I'd rather here. I'd rather eat it. Oh, okay. Have, That's uh, interesting. That's. I'd rather have uh, an edible. Like, I don't small cookie because it's more physical for me. It's uh, when I'm on the tools. Uh, I don't start my day with an edible. I've never been a wake and bake guy, even when I was smoking a lot. And yeah, uh, yeah I just find that uh, by around ten o'clock, I feel the tools. So like on heavy days like that, I'll have like half a cookie. Oh, you're saying like uh, just physically, it's straining like physically your muscles. It's and, yeah, 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 and yeah. So that takes that off, and I'm able to focus and be good enough. And then, like, around 2.30 on the way home, I'll have the other half a cookie, and then I'm not a time-thieving bastard for my kids. I can actually spend two and a half hours with them as opposed to just, like, shower, eating, sleeping. So do you just, you just have a lot of experience with dosing with edibles then? Because for me, I find I enjoy them in a way, but I'm yeah. not in any way – like, I would never do it at work or anything like that because I'm just – Oh, you just don't know what it you're knocks getting. you out. Like, yeah, you're just not what you're, what you're for getting. me, I always want to sleep. I've had sativa edibles a couple times, and that was a bit better. But it's just so body heavy either way yeah. that yeah, it's no, just yeah. it takes me like to another place where I'm like it's enjoyable, but I can't do anything. <laughs> if it can't do anything, that's, you're probably having too much. At yeah. That point. Yeah. Like I mean, uh, we we started fucking with the gummy bears at one point because we thought that was yeah, an those easy are way. Even more they're like the gummy stuff. They're the high intensity thing because it's like. Sugar is like one of the first things absorbed by the body in the blood. Weird, because I heard someone else tell me that uh, chocolate was the most intense because uh, the fat metabolizes with your liver in a different way or some shit. I think it's actually the sugar that <laughs> takes yeah. it. Like uh, I know when I was I, when I was doing amphetamines, uh, I would always uh, occasionally like take a parachute. I mean, it's like ingesting them lasted so much longer than smoking, and mm. it was just, it was a different feel to it, right? Okay, so, so explain that parachute. A parachute um, is like taking a point. Uh, point one of a gram, uh, and and putting it in a, in a, a zigzag, and then on what? What do you mean putting it in? Like spreading it, it on something? No, just 
putting it in. Oh, a zigzag folding. paper. Yeah, Sorry, paper. I thought you meant a zigzag paper. pattern. Sorry. No, no, no. Good lord. She's running end zones <laughs> with mines. No, I meant like, like I thought you were like saying you'd put it on a piece <laughs> of paper or something and spread it out like in a zigzag. No, 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 I don't no, know. You, you I don't put know what the fuck it in the zigzag rolling paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, then, thank you. Yeah, from there you uh, eat it, right? But it wouldn't. It would take a while to hit you. But if you put sugar into it, it would be a third of the time. Oh, weird. Because your sugar is like that's what's absorbed by the bloodstream. Quick, uh, right? Makes sense. Yeah. So the meth would like be riding along with the sugar. So if you needed to get really See, fucked up like in a pinch, fast, like, like yeah. yeah, you want to have it quick, you would actually you would crush that line up or that point, yeah, and then you would get a glass of warm sugar water, oh, okay, and you pour it in there and just mix it until it dissolves, and then just pound that sugar water, and boy, <laughs> you're having some fun now. You sound like the guy from uh, Men in Black, you know, Igor, or Igor Sugar Water. Sugar you you water. know what I'm talking about? In the first Men in Black, that guy gets all fucking his skin Played taken by, over, whatever. Vincent Dufortio <laughs> played that guy. Was that Vincent Dufortio or was it? Yeah, it fucking yeah. was. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. When he was, I guess, was he just an up-and-comer or was it just a cameo-type appearance? No, no. He'd been established for a while. Weird. Because yeah, it wasn't a, a huge role. No. He, he gets turned into a bug. Like, the thing rips out of his skin before too long. There's li literally that scene and maybe a couple others where he's kind of hunting them down, trying to find the, the universe in the fucking cats. Yeah, that's called know. a parachute. That's a sugar with a parachute. Interesting. No, like, no, yeah. I had never heard of that. Then there's things like a hot rail. That I well, you have. guys, you guys look a little confused. A hot rail, uh, a hot rail. <laughs> I know hot is, knives. Yeah, you know hot knives like, for sure. Yeah, burn your lip, fucking catch your buddy when he passes. I know it's out. so stupid. Right? You got the ice cone, right? Like oh, fuck. I never got so it. So yeah. many ways to do weed. <sighs> anyway, so a hot rail is like, oh look, my crystal meth pipe broke because it dropped in a small piece of glass, right? Uh, okay, so you have a torch around. Usually, most uh, users will have a torch around. It's the quickest way to burn the residues yeah, yeah. off and um, high intensity. High intensity, yeah. yeah. So we ended up um, we ended up cutting a line, and then you, as you're getting your torch, you're melting the end of your pipe down, right? Because the pipe's glass about five to six inches long, and uh, you get the one end smoking like red hot, and the other end's cool, right? Because it's not transferring the heat. Well, you can stick that end into your nose, the cool end, and then snort the line, and it instantly turns into smoke into your nasal cavity. Oh, that's kind of like doing dabs with weed, which I was telling my dad about earlier. Yeah, it's a, from cold to like instant hot. Yeah, right? and it just, well, then, I think, vaporizes it in Yeah, with, well, uh, it, it's turning it into smoke yeah. as soon as it hits that hot glass, and then it's easier to rail, easier to smoke. No, but it's smoke in meth's case, but from what I've been told with dabbing shatter, it's actually vaporized when that happens. Oh, really? Someone told me that uh, doing a dab was technically vaporizing. I don't know. People can correct me on that. Speaking of which, <laughs> I didn't say this last time, but uh, you can now officially, uh, if you got a question or a comment or whatever, or a guest I should have on that I honestly want to have on anyone who's interesting and a good conversationalist yeah, conversation, and some, yeah. I can learn something or whatever. We're not just doing drugs and crazy other shit. Yeah. We're doing that too, but no. So, um, so yeah, just chill podcasting. At gmail.com if you want to hit us up. I mean, this is not live yet, but hopefully uh, once One this day. goes up. Yeah. One day. So um, what I was going to say is, well, first of all, when you talk about that and you're explaining something like hot railing, mm -hmm. does it fuck with you? I get a bit of high off of it. Oh, uh, okay. I do get a bit of But it doesn't make you want to like run out and get no, it. No, no. I don't want to run out and get it, but it's just a simple... It's like nostalgia almost? Yeah. It, uh, I can... When I'm feeling, know that it's there and that, that's something that's happened... And then you can just let that anxiety just go. You don't have to hold on to it. 
you know what I mean? That's yeah. part of the... I struggle with that for sure with everything, but uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I just don't know how yet. <laughs> it's a muscle, man. It, yeah, you, 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 I'm working on it. The more you it. work it, the better it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to... Like, I don't have to deal with meth addiction, so I... To me, it's like I just get weird anxiety sometimes, you know, like... like it, it can really work for anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, really I want to get more into meditation and, like, uh, self-awareness and living in the moment and all that shit. I try to make those conscious efforts in my brain, but... It's very hard sometimes, you know? It's easy to get caught up in this, that, or the other thing and just kind of... Yeah, there's a lot of cards stacked against all of us. But if you really want something, you'll have it. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just like anything else. How much do you want it, you yeah, know? that's just it. So. Um, okay, another question I had for you, unless you're sick of this topic, but um, I know you have kids or kid or kids? <laughs> Two. Two, okay. Yeah. Boy, girl. Well, you don't have one to disclose each, that. One of each. Uh, okay. I got the golden million-dollar ticket. It's because it's going to cost me a million dollars. Yeah, the million-dollar family. I used million to get that, family. too. Yeah, yeah. So, I have three, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, two and out. Yeah, friends. Oh. And you have boy, then girl. Yep. Million dollars. Yeah. That was yep. the same as me back in the day, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I have three kids now, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what that does in that scenario. Yeah. Um, so I know, for my point of view, I have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and a 2-year-old. And uh, I, would, I actually realized I should start peppering in more stuff about myself because if someone like I haven't said who the fuck I am other than like you might be able to discern that I'm a comedian and a couple other things. I'm but sure it'll all come out in the wash later. Eventually. Yeah. Um, but that's a big part of my life. You know, I, I'm proud of being a father. And uh, we're definitely so going to have you on, on daddy issues, man. You're thank so close you, thank to here. You. In fact, we wanted to maybe surrogately come on over here one time and just record an issue. And that'd be it because our recording studio is. It's funny that you say that because when I uh, I tried to lock down this email, I was going to do just chill podcast because it's shorter and more straight to the point. I almost had it. I saw that it was available. For some reason, didn't lock it down. Then I put a post about me and Kyle with just chill podcast. Of course, when I go back, some bot stole it or whatever because, you know. So now I've got just chill podcasting. But when I got podcasting, I was like, oh, what if there was like an umbrella of like other shows that could, you know, it could be a network or some shit. So I was going to reach out to you guys because I felt bad that that shit happened to your fucking laptop. And yeah, we all felt real bad. Especially if you're having me on as your guest, you know. Um, yeah, no. No, it'll be good. Um, it'd be weird yeah. if you just brought someone else over here and you're like, Oliver, can you just go upstairs? Yeah, can you like, just, <laughs> just take fuck off for yeah. a couple of hours? Yeah, fuck like, off. Yeah, no, because yeah. I, uh, I want to, yeah, I think that would be a fucking fun yeah. time. Well, you do have the headphone and mic setup, which uh, does help immensely. We need another mic, though, so I don't know if we can. Well, Champ's probably got some gear he can bring over to you. Yeah, we got some stuff. It's yeah. USB mics and stuff, but. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. definitely something we can. Uh, we'll look into that in the future. Crossover episode. Yeah, everybody loves a crossover. Crossover episode. Flintstones and Jetsons and shit. Yeah. Family no, Guy and Simpsons. They were fucking horrible. They were, they the were, Simpsons Family Guy were, one was okay. pretty good. The only good Simpsons crossover was when Jay Sherman came to Springfield. The Critic, yeah. Yes. But it bothered I mean, me they made him yellow. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Same when you see, because uh, with Hank Hill and them, they were in an episode in the stands. Yeah, and, this, this, and weren't they skin color? Normal? Yeah. yeah. They're normal colored. Yeah. Weird. I drove 15,000 miles for this. And it was yeah, yeah. The football Cuba episode Hilda. with... Uh, okay, shit, shit. I, I got to get back to my point. Yeah. I have the three kids. Right. 10, 8, and 2. Mm-hmm. And I'm already kind of like, oh, the teenage years are like right around the corner. So, and with that comes uh, drug use, sexuality, all the uh, puberty or whatever. Yeah, all that shit. So... Do you like think you're going to be more of like a Nazi towards your kids when it comes no, to like? Um, absolutely not. I'm. You're going to be way open about talking about drugs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to educate them. You're going to let them know your past, though. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I, I have to. That's getting. That's the only. I wish my parents had done that with their addictions to me. Mm. Like I didn't know about my dad's cocaine addiction until I was like way into my twenties and already high. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. So uh, yeah, I wish you would have known. And Shit. I'm not going to change 
any part of the story for them. I want them to make their own decisions, but I want them to be so informed about everything that they'll make the right ones. Okay. And like that's probably I'm, the smart way to go. I yeah, would agree. I'm not going to be no, don't because you tell somebody not to do something, it's just gonna they're just gonna want to yeah, but do you it, right like you could have those drug talks with them without specifically saying your you know particular history, which might be a little intense at whatever age. Like, where's yeah, your barometer for that? Like when my when barometer you, for that will be probably right around 14, depending on on. I think Erica might get it a bit younger just because how she's handling herself but eddie will probably get that at 13 or 14 it'll depend yeah it depends on kind of like yeah, who they're hanging out with and shit like that this kid looks just how they how their temperament comes and mm. like what they can accept for knowledge you know what i mean well no i get that because some kids struggle more with like the changes in their life and they might be more susceptible to like ooh, an escape or like something that's like a, something i can lean on you know yeah so yeah, that, just, yeah. Just educate them as much as I can. I feel like I knew your answer was definitely going to be talking to your kids, but there's definitely people who would probably say, like, I'm going to wait till they're 18 or... No, no, it's too late. I uh, I think if you're your best bet... Okay, so when I first came to Ottawa, I uh, came to live with my dad out in Constance Bay, and I had never lived with my dad, nor my uh, stepbrother, Jeremy, or half-brother. Um, brother, different mother, right? Never really knew him. He moved away at he was like less than two. I was like 17. There's 15 years difference between the two of us. Okay. Right. So I arrived and recovered probably just as actually just as he was starting to discover a lot of different drugs in high school. So, and I was like, yo, here's what you should know about this and that and this. And I'm not going to say don't, you know, do Molly, but Molly's going to make you happy for that night. But then your brain isn't going to produce its own happy for a long period of time. And you're, it's going to be tougher and tougher and tougher each time. So maybe you shouldn't do that. And Coke is just more. It's the same kind of a thing too. Same imprint, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can do it. Don't I advise maybe try it once on a New Year's thing. I just educated my brother Jeremy as best I could. I'm like, I'm not saying you don't. Maybe you probably should do I just find it funny that you were like holiday specific. Yeah, holiday specific. New Year's, that's the Coke holiday. That is the Coke holiday. (laughs) New Year's Eve is fucking the Coke holiday. Are you kidding me? Happy New Year. Stay up and drinking. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Tell me a better Coke. That's the night you want to stay up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Tell me a better Coke holiday and I'll fucking... Yeah. I don't know what the meth holiday is, by the way. Don't even ask. I don't even fucking know. But uh, June 6th. Yeah, D-Day. It's a hell day. No, yeah. <laughs> no but I I, um, I, had that. I know that to be proven fact, like 14 or 15, because uh, that's when I arrived. And my brother had a lot of questions about that. And he actually this weekend moves into his first house. And he's 25. He's got his own uh he's working for the union now for five or more years he i was able to mentor him and just tell him what i had gone through so he didn't have to go through it nice because he's got a lot of friends right now who have gone the other way take him down that avenue maybe yeah Yeah. they were just like done and i'm all like you can do it but it'll be funner to do it in your 20s when you're a little bit more established as opposed to doing it in your teens. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. Well, and your brain is still developing. Yeah. Should they say you shouldn't even be fucking with weed in your teens, you know? I definitely agree with that, too. I don't. Think I do, too, and I definitely I, did fuck I, with yeah, weed in my teens. Yeah, I did, too, but... and I, it, it made me angry. It Because it makes weed is that natural happy euphoria and calm and the mellow. You should produce that naturally in your body, right? And you also produce a lot of the, the receptors for anger, right? Well, it blocks all those anger receptors. And then as soon as you don't have weed in there and it just floods through. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I just made sure that I was consistently happy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that, there's the addiction, right? That's, well, oh, it's not addictive. Yeah, no. um, yeah I don't you know okay that... with being lazy sometimes. I don't know that with weed I ever felt like hardcore physically addicted but it was a lifestyle that i was addicted to for sure also i i loved like being a teenager and being part of that counterculture and like everything that came along with the stoner vibe appealed to me i liked playing reggae you know i um yeah, was about being like open-minded <laughs> i love it no i'm not, sorry I'm oh, wait what, what song is that i don't like reggae i love it um i've never heard that no oh, is it a reggae song i'm yeah, guessing it's a reggae oh, okay. tune Who's on Shit, uh, man, I should know that. Because I have been listening and playing to it since I was like 13. Gizmo's head is freaking me out. (laughs) You put him in a little treasure box and be like, hello, kids, it's Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, so there's a gizmo head on my shelf. It's just gizmo's head. Next to a peace sign. Fluorescent mogwai head. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember where I got that. I think we had the whole doll and then one of the kids broke it or some shit. And And you're like, I can't get rid of Gizmo's hand. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Just start sticking that in their lunch. I'm a nerdy pack rat for sure. Yeah, man. Um, And uh, shout out to Vimy Ridge Brewing. Sorry, it's Vimy Brewing Company. Oh, sorry. Uh, I thought it was Vimy Ridge for some reason. No, no. Well, that's named after the battle. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, you should guys go on down, check it out. Uh, uh, Loretta and Gladstone in, in Ottawa. They okay. make a delicious cream ale. Yeah, this is and, amazing. It's really and good. And the red is, I don't normally drink red a lot anymore, uh, but everything they put out of that place is just delicious. Yeah, I'd like to try yeah, some on yeah, tap. Come on down to that, man. Hopefully we get that tap, show set up too. It's yeah. super great. Yeah, and I'm not a stout drinker, but if you guys are stout drinkers, their stout is like, wow, an Irishman be like, just be fine breakfast. Mm. And just like do it to it, you know what I mean? Nice, it's nice. good. But uh, yeah, head on down there, check them out. It's good. Yeah, well, I mean, and if they ever wanted to sponsor a podcast or something, you know, like <laughs> I just use them shout outs. Usually they give me a, a sixer or so when we have them on. Oh, yeah, I fully accept beer yeah. sponsorships that's just paying me and beer for the guests or whatever. That, yeah, like, exactly. we got that fridge with fucking nothing in it right now, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit barren inside. Well, you heard it for me. Hey. It's either um, that or we get supported by meth dealers. I feel like we could almost, like, could we announce that show? Sort of. Obviously not a date, but, like, we well, could mention that, uh, right? Oliver, uh, well, let's, uh, let's kind of... Tentatively sort of... Let's go back and say that uh, there was a show done uh, earlier, a month and a half ago, and it was... Uh, it was it was like what, June what, or July or something. It was like June that. or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, what did Janelle call it? Stringing you along, and it was a uh, good name. Yeah, it's a good name. Totally. And Janelle now's awesome. Janelle, yeah, great lady. Uh, running producing that a show. running a good room for herself. It's yeah. good. Um, and her and her sister are just sweethearts. Completely. Yeah, they are. Um, so it was a musical act, comedy show, and I went to that, and it's incredible. It's viable. Uh, it's it was entertaining and topical. It was just great entertainment so mm-hmm. yeah uh, oh yeah my parents were, gonna, were at the first I'm one i'm gonna definitely be uh working towards having that in a weekend run at uh, any one of the beer rooms that i run for sure like as an off chance or an off weekend yeah i mean i just taking away from my p- program but i'm gonna do my damnedest to get you in on the other weekend, no because you know in I mean? a way this was kind of chris's inception that like just turned into a bigger thing because you mentioned at that show i remember you come up to me yeah, and being like, like this could be a fucking this thing. could be a either a fringe show for sure yeah or definitely its own one-off and then that we started talking about that amongst ourselves like the musical comics or whatever and we just did the second volume of the stringing along stringing yeah sorry i couldn't make that oh uh, uh, it was really good again yeah, yeah. and um uh, so i kind of locked down a few people 
and it's people that I know are like pretty versed. Like Aaron just put out. I yeah. feel like I can say their names and all, yeah, Aaron Hill. They all confirmed to me. So Aaron Hill and Lewis Hill, they're yeah. brothers, and they're both hilarious. And then Rory Gardner, yeah, who's many things. He's a country musician, and he's like a comedian and a Wrote TED children, talker. And read children's books and yeah, oh, great so many guys. hats. Like pick one, Rory. Is it your cowboy hat? No, I'm just fucking kidding, you, Roy. We love you, buddy. That's good. No, you're, and, and the I name I'm working on the show. I want to help produce the show. I, I mean. This is something that easily is worth a $15 ticket on a Friday or a Saturday night. No yeah, problem. you'll get like, what is that? I mean, we're doing 15-minute sets each. Maybe have one of us feature at like 20, but it's going to be at least three songs per person. So what? Yeah. it's like tw- you're going to a dozen musical comedy songs and some stand-up minced in through. Minced into it and talking about certain things. Yeah, no, it's it's great. No, we're going to work on this. And you guys, uh, you had your little catch name? What was it? Oh, yeah. So I was thinking what because it ended show? up being four guys calling it uh, four dudes with G-strings or something like that. And you could put in brackets like other strings also included or something like that. Something along those yeah. lines. Other chords will be here. Yes, other strings will be and here. And we could somewhere. try to do like a funny photo shoot or something. Maybe not in G-strings, but like <laughs> something, you know, a little bit. I think bit less like... is more, Oliver. I think less is more <laughs> on that one. I'm not going to go He's like, that. no one wants to see that. Um, <laughs> shit. Some yeah, no. Fuck, man. I'm kids, excited. Right? Fucking... I'm right. really excited. It's it's crazy how shit no, just works good. out. Look, like... for for, for, look for that for that for in the fall, guys. Yeah, man. We're okay, cool. For that for the fall. Okay. November's um, a great time to pitch shows like that. What was I going to say? We've gone through a lot of the shit that I was going to uh, mention. Um, okay, one thing that I I'm trying to have a couple things that are kind of like, you know, traditions when you're starting a new thing. So one thing I told you, I try to get guests to add something to the wall. Yeah. Have you already concocted that? No, yeah, I haven't. He's I just working didn't on know it. What I oh yeah, gonna... I you can put it up after or yeah, now. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter, man. If you want to throw it up now, I don't care. Um, Cryptonesia. The other thing I was going to say though is um, don't smoke meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Write I didn't it. Okay. make anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, feel free to write whatever the fuck you want. But uh, fuck, what was I going to say? God. Oh yeah, I asked Kyle what would be your favorite, like if you could have any superpower. And given the wall of inspiration, or you could come up with your own. I do think it's kind of a cool question to ask every the force. guest. The force. That's the instant a, push. Like the, that's the a whole file folder like, of fucking powers. Boom, though. exactly. Fucking, you can't limit me to one. You I'm not saying like, be Superman. I'm saying pick flight or like pick X-ray oh, okay, vision. Okay, like okay. one power. Like one, nail it down. Yeah. Uh, it would be telekinesis then. Nice. Yeah, it would be telekinesis. I would just, like, you could fuck with people so much. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I think uh, I think Professor Xavier's uh, got, it, got it right with that one. No, man, Xavier is only telepathic. He oh, has telepathic zero telepathic. Zero kinesis. Sorry. Okay, kinesis. My, my, I'm a huge X-Men fan. Kinesis Jean Grey day. has both. Yeah, that's it. Um, and when she's Phoenix, she's, like, fucking next level. Yeah. Did you watch the third one? The newest one, you mean? Third one? No. no, I will yeah, eventually, yeah. but I heard so much fucking yeah. garbage about it, and I, I was... enjoyed like where they went with that timeline, like just how they were able to. Oh, look, uh, we bet the timeline. This isn't our Wolverine anymore. <laughs> you know, like at the Days of Futures Past. Yeah, that was the one where they kind of yeah. retconned a lot of the shit that people hated about X three, where yeah. Cyclops and Professor X both died weirdly, and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, they're back, and everyone's kind of back that you like from the old trilogy." But we're also got other actors playing them now too. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the stupidest thing about that fucking new trilogy, whatever it is, is that it's supposed to take place the first one in the sixties, yeah. Days of Future Past in the seventies. Uh, Apocalypse is in the 80s, and now the newest one is supposed to be in the 90s. How fucking old are these people? Like, um, what's his name? Magneto? He should be, like, fucking... Dead? What's his name? Michael Fassbender, right? If he looks like that in the 60s, 30 years later, he still looks pretty much the fucking... What, maybe 10 years of real aging at the most? Yeah, clean living. But every character. Like, come on. Why did one of these guys get, like, diabetes or something? (laughs) Like... 
Not, I guess they're mutants. They got powers. And yeah, stuff. right. Like, it's fucking weird. Wolverine doesn't age, right? I just finished reading the origin comic that was released in 2001. That was uh, pretty pretty good. Little graphic oh, when they first there. announced, or that was when they first made him like James Howlett, yeah. and they said that he had bone claws, and they yeah. gave him like a definitive. That pissed a lot of people off. Oh, for sure, because a lot of people loved the fractured memories and the Weapon X. You'll never really know. Like, yeah, yeah, they were who just is like, he? Like, this and this was him, but then he lost all that, which they kind of did with like Origins. What the movie? Itself, like the movie, which was let's horrible. not even talk about yeah, that. No, yeah, let's not talk about that. Deadpool, like Deadpool, yeah, the no. fact that he needed to make a mention of it in the Deadpool movie of how bad it was yeah, speaks it was, for itself. Yeah, it was super great. The but, first, uh, I'll give it to the first uh, 20, 25 minutes of that movie is pretty cool. When yeah. you're showing Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting through all these different wars, wars and, it was yeah. like all right, and then it just goes off the rails. Yeah, it hard totally does. Totally does. Um, shit, man. Okay, well that's a pretty. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to say telekinesis. Why? Just to prank people or like. I guess it's really powerful. Yeah. You can pretty much do anything at that point. I also, like, a Colossus, like, that metal fragmentation and that superpower of strength would be Mike. Yeah, he can make his skin into organic steel. Organic steel and stuff like that. Just, uh... What I always liked about Colossus was that his character's, like, he could kick the shit out of anyone, and yet he's, like, a painter and a pacifist for the most part. He's a farmer. Well, he's a farmer, right? Farmers have been known to ones of peace, right? He grew up farming for his parents or something in Russia, Russia. yeah. And he has a sister, too. You know her? No, you don't. I didn't know how nerd you are, but no. um, his sister is named. Uh, well, the character's name is Magic. Like when she gets her powers and all that, I think with a K. But I- Ilona or Ilania, something like that. Rasputin. Okay. It's his little sister, and he called her Snowflake. She was real little when most of the stories were going on, and then she gets taken into like uh, the fucking dark dimension or one of those places uh, yeah. by this demon called Belasco. Okay. When she's like eight. And in there, she ages to the point where she's, like, now late teens, kicking ass with the demon sword, whatever it's called, the soul sword, I think it's called, or something like that. Okay. And uh, then she comes back. But in real time, she it's only been, like, a year or whatever. Wow. So Colossus loses his eight-year-old sister, is, like, devastated, and then she comes back, like, this ass-kicking demon. And I think she's kind of demon, sort yeah, of. She's are, trying to, like, contain it. You are who you choose to be in contact with, right? <laughs> well, she had little goat legs at one point when she transformed, like, and got more powerful. I don't know. Anyways, for the non-comic people, this is probably very boring, but yeah, the, anyway. you might as well stop listening to my podcast, because this is going to happen. We're going to talk about weed. Don't do We're it. We'll talk, talk about, about more drugs. More drugs. Peyote buttons. You ever do peyote buttons? I did peyote buttons. Did you actually? Yes. Shit, man. Uh, we're talk- fine. We were that- talking about comics. Sorry, this is one thing I actually wrote down, not because it's necessarily particular to you, but it's just a cool thing that we've been talking about lately, our friend group. there's. Have you ever heard of the four humors? No. Have you? It's like a ancient concept or something, but I watched, actually Ben, my older brother, he showed me a video. It was by these guys uh, from Cracked Magazine, but they had like a, a YouTube cha- channel or whatever. Right. They're in a diner and they talk about the four humors and how it's a concept that in every group of four, there's always these four roles that will people will fall into. And lately we've been dissecting it because we, we went to Ninja Turtles because that's one of the groups they mentioned. They mentioned Seinfeld. They mentioned they put them all. Fantastic Four. It doesn't matter. You can always They're do always it. They're always there. Um, so with us, we realized even further now with the Ninja Turtles, stay with me, everyone has their predominant Ninja Turtle that's like, that's you for sure. Everyone yeah. has one of the other two that's like a close second. Then everyone has a distant part of you that's like, yeah, a little bit. And then everyone has one that like basically doesn't apply to them at all. Right. Anyways. So like the, the four energies, you're calling it the four brothers? What were you the four humors the is four what they humors. call it. Okay. I, I, I'm butchering this, I'm sure. But like I, for my breakdown, I feel like I'm a Mikey top because I, mean, I feel like most comedians probably are. It's like humor is always kind of the first thing on my mind. A jokester attitude. Joke when I'm uncomfortable, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
Like, well, you might have a different breakdown, but anyways, it's something to think about. I thought yeah, it was like cool. the four personality types, though. And there's right. one that won't apply to you. I guarantee you, you'll find like one of those. You know, Mikey's the Joker. Yeah. Donnie is the the gadget guy, someone who's very oriented in in the intellectual side of things. Yeah, Leonardo is very honor driven and like leading, keeping things on course. And yeah. then Raphael is very emotional, outlash kind of, but still has a good heart usually. Yeah, um, it really does work. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know why well, I brought this up, but think about it. I swear to God, you'll find a breakdown for everybody in your life. And if you are all four of those things, then you should seek psychiatric help. If no. you actually think you're all four Ninja Turtles, yeah. Yeah, if you think you're all four Ninja Turtles, please. I've thought of, have you thought about a vasectomy? Or you I already have one. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's a good topic then. Because I've thought about it and, and Kelly's definitely After three, it. he's thought about it. That's a sharp guy. Sure. Well, okay, to preface that, I have two kids from uh, when I was married, and that was definitely, we were trying to have kids, but then things don't work out, you know? Yeah. And uh, I met my fiance, my now fiance, Kelly, and we have a little guy now, so. I honestly didn't think I was going to have another kid, but when we met, she was kind of like, hey, I dated a guy for like nine years, and we basically broke up because we came to like a front where it was like he didn't want to have kids, and she did. And they were both like, hey, that's not going to work, so... She kind of like very early on was like, okay, look, I, we don't have to have a kid tomorrow, but in the next few years, I got to have at least one kid. And she was always very clear one is enough. And she's a great stepmom to my kids. So she kind of has yeah, three yeah, kids, so that's right? Good, yeah. So, um, but yeah. No, that's cool. No, uh, it had to do with, uh, well, I, we stopped it too because um, I knew after the second one, my wife was not going to stop. Mm, she wanted to brood? No, she would have just, it was entirely up to me. It was entirely, she just looked over me like after a six hour labor with one push for our second child, six hours, one push. Wow. It's like alien, you know, like laying the eggs. It's like, that was so easy. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was Googling Dr. Weiss. Immediately. Starts having babies. It's like, oh, look at this shit. The next day I had filled out the online form and like, yeah. She starts having is. babies in like five months. You're like, that wasn't long enough. No, no, no. But <laughs> Pumping like, them well, up faster. Yeah, no, it was uh it was so three years to the day of my son's birth, I had my vasectomy done. And, so. Okay, so that was my line of questioning then because I've thought about it. It seems smart. It seems easy, whatever. But I've talked to a couple of people that kind of made me a little freaked out and played to my fears. Like one guy told me that he got it done and only a few times, but he's had a couple instances where he would ejaculate and it was like it didn't feel right. He told me it, it kind of like pinched or something like that. I don't know. Did he have his thumb up his butt when he was doing it? Was he- <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess this is just one guy. The other thing I should explain is I'm not huge like on going to get surgery that I don't have to get. Dude, you know this what I mean? is like, a procedure where they were going to have you in and out of that office in less than 45 minutes. Not and- when you have massive anxiety. People told me you Dude, can smell them downers. burning your shit. Oh, no, no, no. Weiss is... I had that concern, too. Like, am I going to smell my own ball hair? And then, Buddy like, told me he- skin, and then all of a sudden, like, the vacuum is on, and I didn't smell anything. And it was like, how quick? Like, like from the time you sit in the chair and they're the like, time I got in and like dropped and then laid down. I'm like, am I looking at a picture of fucking cathedral forest? Is this cathedral forest? Weiss? He's like, yes, it is. Good eye. Okay. It's going to sting <laughs> just a little bit. I'm like, what? It's going to sting. It's like slap. And it like, that's the freezing, right? The freezing hurts oh, most of anything. Like the little needle. Where do they shoot like, that? In your balls. <laughs> Yeah, shit, your balls, man. <laughs> okay, like, I don't think this is happening. No, 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 totally. Don't even worry about it because you don't even like it's. It's like okay, you ever hit one of those like elastic bands that that like from that, that are no, no, just feel... wait, just, just hear me out. Just hear me. Out. The elastic bands that are around broccoli, you know, those big thick ones, you know. Yeah, that's... just wind one up on your balls, and that's that. You only have to do that once because then you don't feel it after that. 
don't just know. once, just maybe once to if be it's like, precise, like oh, it if it's is. that level of it's, pain, it's super precise. Okay, but I'm taking very viscerally what you just said, and if I think about a little flick. The thing I hate about getting hit in the nuts is you feel all fucking like pinky. Yeah, but it's not like, no, it's not so pinky after that. that. This is just like a pinch. Okay, like okay. Somebody pinching oh, you. God, the anxiety though going into that would fuck me up. I'm no, but they give you down. I'll be like, they're going to miss in. and it's going to go in no, my no, dick no, hole no. or something. They will not. <laughs> Vice has done over 50,000 procedures. Yeah. Okay, well, if you have a guy, then that does maybe make me feel a little bit better. 50,000 procedures. Like, basically, like, he I only botched four. Like, cause that, there's always that. <laughs> you never know. Well, there's not necessarily, he hasn't botched the procedures, but there are what they call recanalization, which means, like, your sperm are so goddamn strong that they're uh, like, okay. somebody burnt down the bridge. Oh, let's make <laughs> a new bridge. <laughs> And they punch a new hole through your vest difference. And they're like, we're Jesus. fucking free now. <laughs> we're the strongest fuckers alive. Oh, and then man. you have another kid. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's a thing. And I that's one that. in 10,000 happens to them. Okay. So one it's pretty 10, rare. Yeah. It's pretty rare. You know what it happened to? I Does it hurt? Did. Do you feel them breaking down the... No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've been tested recently, but I'm pretty... Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess we'll leave on... Uh, what like because I'm a Star Wars fan and we've been geeking out. Yeah, we didn't talk about Star Wars at all. all. And we'll just we can either you can either shut it off right now or you can like listen to the Star Wars blab. I'm just saying. What are we talking? The new trailer. We're gonna new trailer. Whatever. Only watched it once. Or the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. I'm pretty excited for. That should be cool. And I'm also very excited that they you know got Ewan back to do a series for Disney Plus. That's huge. Yeah, that's, that had, that's, they were talking a movie for a while. And they now, were, yeah. and, then, and then Solo flopped because Solo's freaking actor was not Han Solo. You know what I mean? Wow, and, like, see, we could get started right there because I was the last guy who really didn't want to see Solo. I waited fucking till it was on video for like eight months. I waited till it was on video. And we thought it was fucking it. good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to trash it. It's like, movie. all I feel like saying is you try and be Han Solo. Yeah. To fucking Let's any hater. It. It's like, he did a good job. And Lando was good. Lando was great. Like, they, they needed to have Lando Donald and Glover. Han of equal skill. You know what I mean? And just so you really Lando, didn't dig the Han guy? Eh? No, I just didn't. I, just I thought didn't he had that kind enough. of like I just didn't see cavalier attitude that Han had. He kind of... He got the look in the face too. Though. There's one scene when he's talking to the girl in the change room where I was like, oh shit, he's delivering those lines like Harrison Ford, but without being like a straight carbon copy, but very, very close to the, the yeah. source material. And I, I just found like older Han to be darker. And maybe that's what, you know, time and battle does and, and treachery of the galaxy. And maybe it doesn't make a little bit more devil may care. I shoot first, but I didn't see that in, in this character. And maybe I'll go back and watch it again and check it out. I did like what the vision of, they were showing of, uh, of, the greater what the empire was doing what how Corellia was and a yeah. lot of the it was cool to see yeah, some to see deep the, cuts nerdy see, shit yeah, exactly. and did you see buddy from um a new hope those yeah, guys were, got his yeah there's a off. lot of easter eggs in Ponda there baba yeah, i think yeah, is his yeah, name yeah. Yeah, it's like, you'll be dead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my yeah. friend doesn't like you either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and then he fucking cuts his cuts arm off. His arm off. Yeah. 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 I know, it's been a long time and since they, I watched you know, that they, too. But... Spice Mines of Kessel. You know, they, they covered a lot of play, like things that are yeah. in the world that was like, yeah. Shout outs, it's, it's, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I just didn't agree with Han there. Woody Harrelson's good in everything too. I got to throw yeah, that out there. Exactly. Right, he was, so. I liked his character. And yeah. I liked that the uh, bounty hunter that was trying to kill him or whatever it was ended up being a chick. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Not yeah. to say chicks can't be bounty hunters. I just didn't fucking. Didn't see Aura that. Singh was in the, uh, you know her from the prequels? Yeah. She's that white chick with like, uh, I think she's a Twi'lek. God, we're getting hardcore nerdy. We are getting, we are getting right <laughs> in there. She was there though. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I'm, I haven't been that impressed with the newest trilogy. Um, Force Awakens. There's parts where I was like tearing up. 
because yeah. I'm just a nerd and I was yeah. like oh, excited or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, at that on a rewatch, point, I'm like, yeah, on a rewatch, what's it was, up with uh, another planet weapon? Come on, yeah, make it a big ship this time or something. Fuck. Yeah. But they're like, we can't. Our ships are already as big as we could possibly conceive. Them, yeah. <laughs> well, we can't up our own gigantic fucking ships. I like, didn't mind the Last Jedi. I thought it was, uh, I mean, except the casino I didn't scene hate was it. neat. I didn't hate yeah, it. Yeah, that but, detracted for sure. Yeah, but The whole, like, like, Rose and Finn thing was a little bit weird. Yeah, but whatever. It was fun. I mean, in, in essence, I, didn't, I had a good time. It was nice. They were fleeing, freeing the slave yeah, children, kids you know, and, and yeah, the one yeah. kid had the force at the end. That was cool. Yeah, that was neat. I didn't hate it. What I hated was milking a giant space animal was definitely not necessary because my brain, it's not even like... <laughs> It's not even like it doesn't make sense for Luke to maybe have to do that, but it's like, why show it? And my brain instantly was out of the movie because I was like, that's probably like a, like a fucking $30,000 titty milking scene that, that somehow got past like a script editor as being like, no, no, you're going to want this. You're going to want Link. Uh, Luke you're going to want the, you're, you're going to want Luke with fucking green, just titty milk, milk all over his, his fucking. Face. <laughs> you're going to have him like he's milking a cow and he just doesn't give a shit. I couldn't. And then also the Leia thing too. Oh, with her in the space? Yeah, because it was like everyone knew Leia was force sensitive. Yeah. You could see that in Jedi yeah. and shit. But none of the people we had seen, like Luke or any of those fuckers, had ever flown around in fucking zero oxygen after getting blown out of a cockpit. And then it was also, I think they probably made those decisions before she died. But because she had died, it was kind of like when you're watching, you're like, maybe you should have just let her go because this kind of yeah. would have been a perfect sort of yeah i'm anxious I don't to see know. and now I'm she's instead going to be in the next one how much cgi are we going to get yeah. uh, the cgi know. they did with uh young rogue leia rogue, young leia it was incredible and i i think it was good rogue one i was, was more impressed incredible. by the imperial dude um, yeah oh uh, this is fucking tarkin is that his name? grand moff tarkin. Yeah, yeah yeah he's he that convinced me way more i, I thought leia should have got in really close to peter kershing they shouldn't have got like yeah, they did a couple I think weird angles. Like, the back ones were great. Like the him walking through foreground and stuff like that was great. Yeah. But as soon as they did a face shot of him, like, nah, you got me. I see it now. It kind of looked it. like that uh, Scrooge animated movie that I think Jim Carrey was the voice yeah. for. It was yeah. very similar to that. Yeah, yeah. very similar. Like yeah. a better version. It's getting better and better, though. Yeah. Oh, it oh. is. Yeah. Yeah, well, but, like the fact that you have those face swapping video things now, and those look like almost seamless, and that's just on fucking Instagram or something. Like, imagine when they're putting that on the big screen. Yeah, pretty wild. Good just lord, cleaning shit up in post production. That's yeah. creepy, though. Imagine that, like, basically, if you put enough, I'm assuming you have to be a celebrity who does a lot of media for them to have enough clips to fuck with your face. Yeah, they degree, would have to, have to make enough, it look uh, realistic. Yeah, they would have to have enough like raw data to make you look like somebody else the the upcoming irishman by scorsese that's coming out that's got a lot of de niro and those guys like a lot of spanning young to old okay so that yeah okay so my dad's talking about the aging stuff that they're doing like when they made tony stark look like he was a teenager again and stuff like that yeah yeah Yeah, that's true back digitally that's getting better i wonder if they can they're gonna be able to do that with like i heard there's like a sopranos prequel coming Oh yeah, but he's yeah. dead, right? So well, I know I'll he's take dead. Old Tony, they and... could take him as a kid. I I want to know Tony's dad's story. Fuck, I want to know that story. You know what I mean? That and, and how big Pussy came to be involved because he's a little bit older. I never and... watched Sopranos. No, yeah, no. check that out. I heard nothing one. but amazing things, yeah. but oh, too much then, content. And everybody's like, oh, at the end, uh, it just sucks. They just cut us out. I'm like, no, we were killed. Yeah, we, fade we, to black. We were the ones fade to black. We didn't hear it. The bullet went through our heads. Yeah. Oh, because, shit. Yeah, That's deep, because I did hear about that. I yeah, know what we, you're talking we about. Don't, it was us. If you just look at it, and you're like, how we're seeing things, and how we're seeing things, and we see the guy going you're to like the bathroom. You're like the fly on the wall. We're the fly on the you wall. You never realized yeah. you were just the guy in the gang. We are the guy in the oh, gang. Oh, shit. They got sick of our bloodlust. That's a like, good way to look at it. That was it. And then we're done. And then we don't get to hear the rest of the story, because... Because you're dead. Yeah, because yeah, you're dead. Yeah, just like life. Yeah, and it... it 
like that. Right? It just ends. That's crazy. And they're like, what happened to Tony? No, Tony just kept on being a bad person. I mean, he just yeah. kept on going. But until his, until he had we, a heart we attack in Italy or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, shit. I was gonna say with the face swapping stuff though. Imagine you're an actor or an actress, and then they can like make you look like you're in a porno, basically, right? They can already do that with like fucking pictures, obviously, but like yeah. once they can take some sound clip of someone getting fucked in the ass or whatever, and then they put your face from whatever clips, like that's fucked up. The, people are yeah, going to be afraid is. to be celebrities, maybe because of what they'll be capable of after a certain point, or they'll love it. <laughs> You're shaking your head like no. There will always be people who want to be celebrities. Yes, there will always. Yeah, be that's people true. Who there will always be, be people who want to be celebrities, but. I think some of them will be afraid of that because it's kind of a fucked up concept to have someone. Oh, yeah, we will call it, man. Anyways, yeah, okay, we got to do a high five at the end. That's got a, oh, he's got a phone that call coming in. This is a great success, and thank you for watching, and yeah. keep watching other things and all that stuff. Yay, Star Wars. And uh, listen to his podcast and come out to the shows. Yeah, all right. for sure. Thanks, guys. See you. Oh, hot headphones. Yeah. <laughs>